that when a mundan that carry his mats and not how it is. For the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. Maiden A to Z, innit? Hello and welcome to Maiden A to Z for this special Halloween edition. Special Halloween edition. Special Halloween edition. With me as always is my uh, co-host Jonathan. Is it Halloween shenanigans iteration <laughs> two? Yes, it is. Or I think it's something like that. Yeah, that's what I. Like that, yeah. That's what I imagine. Yeah, and I'm, then I'm here. Fergal is here too. I am. It is. And you yeah, were here for, for the previous Halloween, right? Yes, and of course Ireland invented Halloween. I probably said that last year, so... Mm, it might have, yeah. Needs to be repeated, because I didn't quite yeah. remember that. And that's like, a, you know, it's a big thing. It is indeed. Yeah, I, mean, I think he... Uh, oh um, yeah, the guy stomping on snakes, right? St. Patrick. Wait a minute, that's, uh, yeah, Saint, no, that was a different one. So it had no. nothing to do that's with Saint snakes that, whatsoever. That is, no snakes. That's St. Patrick's Day. I, oh, okay. I think I was given out last time that um, the Irish word for Halloween is Samhain, S-A-M-H-A-I-N. And uh, Glenn Danzig's yes. original band were called Samhain, which is just a uh, terrible way to pronounce that word. <laughs> Samhain. <laughs> yeah. Samhain, A to be fair. A to Z, of course, then. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, mean I, I know a little bit about the um, that stuff and the sort of the... Uh, uh, some of the rituals sort of uh, involved around that, that that particular thing, but also if I was you know as as, as if I were if I were going to explain to someone how to spe- how to spell um, that or if if, I, if someone t- just said the, pronounce it properly, there's no way I'd be able to guess that that's how you spell it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's spelled. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. Or is, or is it spelled that you way? Know, is, you know that's, Swedish, that's a, right? So you know how weird we spell things here too. Like there's, there's well, literally true, yeah. no logic yeah. to some of the. The consonant flows and, and so forth. Yeah. Like it's really tough for for immigrants to learn uh, writing in Swedish properly. It's okay. hard if you've lived here all your life, you know. Well, Irish is definitely not a phonetically straightforward uh, language. You <laughs> could you couldn't look at a word and know how to pronounce it. Pro- probably ninety percent of the time, you'll be wrong. So old old languages, you know, quite old, I think. Not as old as indeed old. But uh, yeah, Halloween. I've heard that pronunciation. Halloween more so than Halloween. Like, uh, oh yeah, which I'm in the it? former, the Halloween. former camp. Halloween. Yeah, it well, it cool, comes from All Hallows Eve. You don't say All yeah. Hallows Eve, do you? Because we have All Hallows here. Actually, like uh, as a Swede, Halloween is Halloween is kind of new because uh, we have the All Hallows, like Al Helgunas Afton, which is ca- quite somber. You know, it doesn't have much to do with the with the horror show, really. Mm. But uh, like Halloween's creeping in. I have a. This is Eric's episode, but I have one observation with me because we've got Fergal. Um. It's not a funny observation, and it's not the, <laughs> it's not the fucking check-in either, so that's fine. <laughs> but I have an observation from I, I went to pick up a beer before this, and you know, there's this whole lane of houses here, kind of small villas uh, built by bodybuilders in the fifties, so the working right. class could have some place to live. But of course, now they cost a million quid, so there's no working 
uh, working class there, but uh, that was the idea. And one of those houses, just one, had this proper like Halloween uh, outfit. The whole thing like spider web all over the, uh, what do you call that? The edge. Hecken in Swedish. No, the, the, uh, the hedge. The hedge. 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 Uh, Bushes, I don't know. The hedge, yeah. yeah. Hedge. hedge yeah. At first it was kind of cute, and also like the door had this police tape on it. Beware, and a bit of blood stains. Mm. And that's already like quite far for, for Sweden. And then now I pass it, and they install this creepy kid in the window. And that was actually scary for real. Like I saw myself turning my head towards it. Like, is it mm. moving? Is it watching me? So that's a rare <laughs> I mean, thing here, you know. I mean, you know, you and I live kind of in the same kind of area of town, uh, that could just be police tape and someone actually legit died there. No, 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 no. You wouldn't have that, all those blood stains, man, and all this cobweb. The cobweb would be a strange uh, installation mm. to do. Yeah. But yeah, it yeah. looked cool. It looked pretty cool. I, I wish more people would do that. You know, I've lightened up even to Christmas deco. Like, mm. fine, just blast it if you want to. You know, it's kind of fun. You, you, you actually have a little Halloween candle there that you got from yep. me. Much appreciated. Uh, so... There you go. It's a, it's a, no, do people, uh, sorry, I was going to say, it's quite popular in Ireland uh, to decorate the front of your house like that, especially around where I live. It's um, With extreme measures too, like in your face. Yeah, not necessarily extreme. People would go more extreme for Christmas. They put lights all over the front of their house maybe. But Halloween is like pretty, It's it, it would be like not too far off that. There'd be Some houses would have a lot of decorations going on, skeletons, pumpkins, lights, uh, what's what whatever um especially around where i the, my bus route you pass by a lot of them put it that way um, and what about the uh, santa sleigh that has uh, like shifting lights you, you see those oh yeah that's there's a, a few extreme. of those all like, right yeah that's really yeah. in your face <laughs> they'll, they'll be up in two weeks now when halloween is finished <laughs> replaced by the oh yeah but, yeah here too yeah. but they're taking down the skeletons they'll be putting up the sleigh you know? But like, uh, <laughs> to, to send the ball back to our main host today mr eric shaw in your growing up up until yeah. 10 11 you must have seen way yeah. more of the like the prominent Halloween culture in your life than I did because again it, it kind of it was growing it was only growing in Sweden those years but it was huge in America I think yeah yeah I mean it's always been a big deal over there and uh, you know I, I the last couple of years I was there I do remember a lot of that and we lived in a, an area with uh, uh, also sort of big villas or houses or whatever you want to call them so there's a lot of that um, but. Uh, I think I think if I go there now, it's 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 getting it's bigger there now than it was then, you know, which you know. and it's even way. I mean, the last couple of years it's really exploded here. I mean, now you can go almost anywhere, any store, and you'll find a Halloween you know section. I mean, like 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 the the cow you know the candle I got you was just found in the supermarket right next to your place. Um, um, you know, you see pumpkins all over the place, and you know, they, they, so far sort of widespread. Trick or treating hasn't really happened, but I think if you give it a few years, they'll be doing that too. Um, you know, I think I, I mean I, I don't this I, I don't um, uh, yeah I wouldn't mind that I, I like that idea I like I like you know I uh, I'm I'm obviously I'm I'm, I'm I'm like three decades too old to be trick or treating myself obviously so I wouldn't be doing that mm-hmm. but uh, it'd be weird and creepy and sad uh, but uh, I wouldn't mind them you know the uh, well, yeah, was, you could stock I, up I like a little it. candy and give it to them I would do that you know yeah I can I'd do support, that yeah. I'd support the hustle you know. For sure, yes. Uh, what I was trying to do was, uh, I, I, I was as I was sort of trying to figure out how to put that last sentence together. I realized that well, there's there's a several ways I could put this incorrectly that would sound creepy, like I'm looking forward to children coming to the house, and I didn't end up. Uh, thankfully, I didn't end up doing that. Instead, I pointed out like this. So mm-hmm. uh, we went a long way around. Yes, indeed. Um, so is it? Uh, I was. I was. Um, 
this time of year I watch a ton of movies, uh, obviously. I watch a ton of movies pretty much all year round, but um, I try to obviously get more, I sort of aim more for horror movies and that kind of stuff during this uh, during this season. And this isn't a horror movie per se, This is, but this is a very kind of Halloween-centric movie. Uh, I think back in the 90s there was a movie called Hocus Pocus with... Uh, yes, with Focus. Focus. No. Yes, that too. <laughs> but also uh, the, a movie with uh, Beth Midler, what's her name, Sarah Jessica Parker, and other people whose names I can't. And the, and the other one who nobody knows, but she was in Sister Act and Sister Act Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say she played the nun, and like, yeah, there's like fifty nuns in that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so that, and then just now, um, just like uh, I think beginning of October or end of September, there was a, a sequel was released to this because I guess nowadays it's very it's very in to do like a. Uh, sequel that sort of you know like uh, even like you know thirty years after the fact that sort of uh, so, so what some people call legacy sequels I guess where it's supposed to have some of the old stuff but you're mostly handing it off to new uh, new generation it's like a band reuniting after twenty five years off the stage is also becoming more common I think yeah and it's also like if they did that and then they sort of like you know a band that maybe had a lot of like mediocre or, or should not particularly popular, rather, uh, albums with not the full band, or just like various, you know, various iterations of the band. And then when they come back for the real comeback tour, they ignore all those albums and mm. just pretend like they just. That's yeah. true. Like the Halloween yeah. franchise, you might say. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, maybe it's like like that. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah, that's go back that's, to Hocus Pocus. There, I have a point to make about this in a sec. Yeah. So uh, and then I so I saw it. It was fine. I mean, it's also it's a kids movie. That's you know, but it still it still has it's still kind of a you know it's it's still a bit fun. Uh, and then I sort of saw, uh, in just the last few weeks, a lot of tweets about parents in the U.S. being very concerned about this movie. Right. Because you have witches, uh, you know, doing incantations and saying spells on, on screen. Uh, and there's something that I thought was fake, but turns out the initial thing was not fake, where some mother was actually worried about if you have these move this movie on in your house with the spells going, it might actually trigger something, uh, because they're casting, they're casting spells, so you know. It's essentially, this parent was concerned that this would actually conjure up something. Sacred chants are phrased. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and that kind of got me thinking about the whole. Uh, back in my in my in the, in the U.S. of A. Uh, sort of a, the whole sort of satanic panic kind of situ- thing that was. Uh, um, I was gonna say that was sort of a thing. It's still kind of a thing, like an, obviously, because uh, it's still like I said. an ever-going source of entertainment. Oh yes, of, right. Everyone like kind of likes the existence of this in a weird, twisted way, right? I think that if you're in the middle of it and you have to like try to, uh, depending where you are, I imagine it's less funny. Yeah, I mean, our previous <laughs> guest, our previous guest Chris uh, from Port of Thunder, when he had to leave school because he was wearing a Black Sabbath T-shirt, you know, uh, maybe then it's a bit yeah. annoying, right? He actually had to go home. That, that, yeah. Home with ya. <laughs> you know, heaven and hell, it's just some angel smoking. It's a pretty classy graphic on that one, I would say. I, I'm uh, still waiting for somebody in work to tell me that my heavy metal t-shirts aren't appropriate for meetings, but it's been two and a half years now of working at home and nobody has said anything. So, uh, and they wouldn't probably do it like in the old school American way. They'd be more like suggesting it uh, with a, what do you call it, passive aggressive kind, <laughs> kind of way. Maybe they haven't figured out exactly how to do that. Yeah, or they so don't far, really so good. mind. Probably they don't mind, to be honest. I know, they probably don't either, yeah. It's very funny about Hocus Pocus in Ireland. It's an extremely popular film, always has been. But it's exceptionally mm. popular with adult females who like watched it when they were young, but still watch it like religiously 
to use a funny word um, every Halloween like with no hint of irony whatsoever it's like oh Hocus Pocus and there's like Hocus Pocus mania goes on like every oh. Halloween basically well here we are at Maiden A to Z so I have to kind of <laughs> respect that you know <laughs> yeah. you know going back to my favorites from age 12, 13, 14, 15 you know? it's just that you know I've always kind of been there I guess uh, if you had a, like a long pause and then you go back to it maybe then it's more strange like if I would go back to watch I don't know Turtles, that'd be kind of weird. I, I tried like, that, actually. I wouldn't enjoy that, it, I think. It didn't hold up too well. Although there was some sarcastic humor in it from Raphael, which was still quite funny, actually. But, um, <laughs> actually, the Swedish <laughs> translations are so horrible. That's funny. Right. <laughs> like, they use these weird 80s words that no one would use here. And also, sometimes, like, they translate wicked, but they translate yeah. it literally. So it's All not right. even a Swedish phrase. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't try and uh, translate cowabunga, I assume, did they? No, that was the Kawabanga. Perhaps with a, like a Swedish Swedier sound. Kawabanga, oh. Kawabanga. I don't know. Oh. Now, now, are you guys talking about the? Because I get, I think that uh, are you guys talking about the animated series or the uh, the movies? Animated, animated series. series, always. Yeah, I didn't watch anything the first with movie, actors uh, as a kid. No actors on screen. Then I would turn it off. Only animation. Although the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two: The Secret of the Ooze, I believe, was the first film I saw in the cinema. Hmm. Nice, yeah. yeah, I saw that. that in the How was it? And was I loved it. it. Is it good? Absolutely. I think loved I would have it. loved it. I think I would have loved yeah. it. I, I mean, I, I didn't it. quite know what to make of it because they were, um, what, what, like, not animated. So it was like, what's the phrase? It's a very obvious phrase I'm trying to think of. Uh, Costume? Live action? Live action. <laughs> live action. <laughs> All right, live action. Yeah, that's funny. Actually, I went to Cyprus with my family when I was eight. I bought this Turtles VHS tape and I told them, like, could we possibly go home? <laughs> you know, I couldn't watch it in there. So obviously, ah. I loved anything. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to go home the second day because I had this new Turtles tape. This seemed very wicked compared to Cyprus. Yeah. I tell you, probably Cyprus. watched it like a hundred times in your childhood. And then, there, of course, yeah. there was no subtitles when I got home. So I, I couldn't, you know, I had to start ah. digging into my English. Damn it. Yeah, well. Now, the, the, uh, the, uh, the secret of the use, what were you saying about that? Secret use? Secret of the use. Sorry, I'm just saying it was ah. the first film yeah. I saw in the cinema. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I wanted to say there. It was like, uh, but just because we were, t- Jonathan was talking about no actors on screen, but I was a big fan oh. of the animated Turtles. And then my sister was like, yeah. oh, there's this film in the cinema. It's, I didn't even know it was out. Like, you don't know these things when you're six years old. No. Um, <laughs> you don't. So. Hard, hardly anyone knew them back then because there was yeah. no, like, the information that way didn't exist, right? I don't think I believed her. She was like, there's a Turtles film. I was like, a film? And she's like, yeah. I was like, all right, okay. And I, like, I didn't know what the cinema was. It was like, you just like, it didn't, I had no, no concept of what we were doing whatsoever. Um, but went to it. It was dark. This film came on, had turtles in it. They didn't look the same as the ones in the cartoon, but I had popcorn and a Coke and I was over the moon. Um, with costumes, right? With costumes. Must have been. Yeah, like turtles yes, costumes, yes, for sure. Like that was pre-CGI times. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. these were moving around actual people in, yeah. They're probably small uh, Humans uh, donning turtles. Small <laughs> humans, <laughs> and oh, how they danced! It's it's actually it looks better than if there's someone at home who's not seen this and are hearing what we're talking about. It looks better than we're probably making it sound. It looked pretty yeah. cool. Like the, the tiny hu- tiny humans dressed as turtles doesn't sound like they're very yeah right. But uh, I, re- I remember that the first like I mean I I, I saw the first uh, first three i think in in the movie theater so um 
And the third one is even even back when I even when I saw it back in the day, I that felt, that was a bit silly. I felt that's when they go back in time and become samurai. So. That was that was in the that wasn't direct to video, no. No, that was that was that was the movie theater back in the day. Um, right, because they're they still huge at that point, and I, I think that after that they didn't really make one. For However, yeah. that game Turtles in Time that was good on the Super Nintendo. That's a good. That's that was a good, good game. game. Very nice div- level of difficulty. Like a kid could could actually complete it, but it would still be a challenge. And then like nice mm-hmm. graphics, probably the best Turtles game I think. Because they did the the, the the original Nintendo, the first Nintendo. There was a Turtles game that was notoriously oh, impossibly hard. But then uh, number two was a, a good, a very leveled NES game. Actually, that was a good one. Played it all the time. Yeah, I so, vaguely uh, remember yeah. the, the NES one. All right, yeah. I didn't own it, but I. Oh I yeah, you had so it. many siblings too, right? I did. Yeah. It's, it's hard with video games then. Like uh, it's much easier if we, you can just but, strut but along no, on your own. We, right? we didn't ha- we we didn't have a NES. Like I played it in somebody else's house, but I remember you had to get on these things and fucking. Right. All these There's a like the se- the second level is like I it, it was like this weird underwater situation. That's what I remember. Avoid these, yeah, you yeah, had to yeah go, in the very go first these game contraptions was, and yeah. Was it that in the very first game? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. So or, you had to yeah, deactivate yeah, yeah, like de- deactivate these bombs. Oh, yes. In like a ridiculous short time, and you 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 die if you touch the walls. Was hellishly tough. That's, and we that's have another. Sorry. Exact exact level I'm talking about. You, you, you'd be swimming underwater and there's all these little stops along the way and you have to hop on this thing and do this kind of crap. I'm waving my hands here if anyone's not, if anyone's <laughs> no, was not sure difficult. about what I'm Some doing. Some of those games, like the, the, the discrepancy in difficulty was huge those days. I had yeah. one that is actually yeah. relating to Halloween a bit. It's the Castlevania game. I think it was no Ghosts and mm-hmm. Goblins. It was. And like you have oh. two hits. I think like it's first uh, you're yeah. a knight with the armor. You get hit once, you're naked in your underwear. You get hit twice, you're no, fucking you dead. <laughs> it's like terribly fucking difficult. Hard game. Uh, yeah, that was that was and also you, you never get better in the sense that you <laughs> no. never require more armor. No. You're that's just the way it is the entire game through. Yeah. Um, Constantly like uh, dishonored by having to fight in your white boxers. Yeah. Delightful. In the night. With zombies and demons. That was that was it was a fun game. I I, mean, I I I eventually did finish it, but that took years. You finished uh, it. That's cool. But also, that was the thing back 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 then. You couldn't. You know, there was no saving. You, so you just if you accidentally magically got past something, you just had to keep doing it. I know. Uh, anyway, I remember on, on slightly on theme for tonight. A friend of mine had the Super Nintendo game Zombies. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. And there was like there was one. like a million levels in it. Um, but you had to start from scratch every time. But they would give you a four character code that you could use to port to that level the next time you switched on the Super Nintendo. But you wouldn't have all the weaponry or gadgets or anything that you would have accumulated by that level had you got there naturally. So the code was kind of useless because you'd be starting with the most basic weaponry and uh, like items in your inventory uh, if you used the kind of... It wasn't quite a cheat code, but it was a level jumping code. Yeah, they had so that in Mega no Man point. games, like four yeah. letters. But then you would actually get all the weapons and all, but I think maybe a simpler or a better, pro- better programmers, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't get them. That was, I don't remember us ever finishing that, but that was a fantastic game. Excellent music and really good baddies in it, yeah. like villains. Mm, baddies, I like that. <laughs> there, baddies. There, there, was, there was some really, really good you know, video game music back from that era, I feel. Yeah, yeah I've praised it many uh, times and I will do many times yeah. more, so I'll, mm. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. save you this time. Lots of good stuff, though. D- Doom was one so, I so, always so, mentioned, so. sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. no remorse yeah, is in there. The Metallica riff. The, I the, know, the, yeah. The, and no, Black is Sabbath, it not Master right? of Puppets? The Humanizer is in there after all, I think. Or that could be another game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. I think so. Yeah, I actually got myself a Doom patch for my my patch jacket just because it's such a heavy metal game that I was like, yeah. this deserves to ah, be on it there. It fits. It fits. It's true as well. It's, you know, it's like a true passion from your from your life. 
exactly what the patches should represent. I like I'm, I'm yeah. pretentious enough to say that the patches must represent something in your heart. Otherwise, yes. don't don't put them on your jacket. I, I'm sure you agree. Oh yeah, I, sure I, I, totally, I, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sort of sort of in the sort of subject of, of, of video games, I guess to a certain extent, because that sort of became a thing later. Um, and uh, also, I guess uh, you mentioned Master Puppets, which is kind of fun because that sort of I think that makes probably makes a lot of people currently think of the TV show Stranger yep. Things yep. Um, or TV show. I mean Netflix. I mean who says TV show? I mean I guess uh, I did TV show now, is so fine. I say that fine. I know. Is, I know. But you say movies, right? right? I say, I, say I tend movies. to say film because it's film in Swedish, and I know yeah, that Fergal, that Fergal that is against here. movies. He's actively against it. <laughs> I won't right. lie. I am. I am. I don't. Like, <laughs> exactly. I don't like the word. It's like I, I understand <laughs> where it came from. The talkies, the movies, whatever. But like, it's just. Yeah. It's a. It's a. Do you know what it is? It, I, it's a type of word I associate with people in school who I didn't like. Um, ah. And ah. Tough one. <laughs> Traumatized. They, they also said mum, which used to make me feel physically sick, mm. and. They used to have concepts in their households like being grounded. Uh, these are oh, all things yeah, I learned. Cheesy. Being grounded is cheesy. <laughs> I know. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like this, this is little jail. Fam- little my, family jail. It's like my, my, <laughs> my mum my, my grounded me for watching movies. It was like, Prison up. culture. That's prison culture. <laughs> <laughs> it is prison culture. Like, if you buy it, you end in prison. Yeah. Anyway. There was a... There was a I can't remember where I saw it, but I think it's maybe I think it's just as an American because as as if you're you know in the UK or anywhere else you you will say film is more of a thing what you say, okay. but so the, the levels of how pretentious something is when you're referring to a, a you know a movie, uh, I think that the second tier is obviously is, is American would be film, but the, the most pretentious is obviously. Uh, picture. picture, picture, yeah, I like his really pictures. <laughs> yeah. It was a great, it was a great picture. The only people who should be allowed to say that are people who are in the industry, like you know, um, directors and things like Francis Ford Coppola could get away with saying picture. I'd, I'd be all right with yeah. that. Yeah, and like Martin Scorsese, probably he doesn't make movies; he makes pictures. That's the person I was searching for in my deadened brain, but couldn't think of, so I went with the next person. <laughs> yeah. But like for instance, you wouldn't like. But also, that seems to depend. It kind of depends what it is. Like I wouldn't. No, no one would. Even the person who made like, Amer- let's say the guy who made like American Pie like seven would not refer to. It. No, it's, it's not a movie. It's a picture. Yeah, well, that, it was that would be outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> be completely outrageous. Uh, but anyway, so so the uh, Stranger Things, uh, um, you know, you, you you know, very infamously utilized uh, the song Master Puppets. But this this season in particular did deal with a bit of that sort of. Satanic panic stuff. Uh, we've talked a little bit about the mm. uh, three of us on the show. This, this, this show in general. Yep. Um, now, how big? How big? I mean, it's interesting because I, um, I, I, I was. Uh, I don't think I was interested in anything that would warrant my parents to kind of try to lead me away from certain things. I, mean, I did get to that later, obviously, but how big was this kind of stuff? Like, how much of this was a Big deal in, in, in Ireland, for instance. I um, I think I'm probably too young to answer um, with an informed perspective, but like from people I've spoken to over the years, I don't recall ever hearing about this being a thing in Ireland. Um, it's not something I've ever heard anyone talk about. Irish people were massively Catholic and Christian, as we've talked about on other episodes, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know of anyone really who burned a record or burned a book or. I don't know if there were similar types of rallies, um, things like that. I don't think it was ever a big thing in Ireland, as far as I know, or the UK, really, to be honest. Um, 
it, they, they, they didn't have religious zealots in Ireland in that way. They had them in other ways, uh, like mm. women's rights, anti-homosexuals, that type of stuff. But I don't know, think it was ever to do with music or anything like that. It was more about uh, things in the Bible rather than uh, external things that would affect children's minds. Maybe music wasn't seen as, as much of a power or an influence. By those guys, I, I maybe don't know, they like, didn't uh, they didn't feel threatened or something because we had a few examples yeah. in Sweden. We had guys like uh, he was chopping them with an axe, and then I think uh, coincidentally, like from his town came ghost later <laughs> or something like that, yeah, uh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or Bathory or whatever it was. But it, the funny yeah. thing is that it was this little shit town, and we have the yeah. one guy like chopping records with an axe and uh, praising praising God while doing it, and then we have one of the biggest. Uh, like satanic metal bands of the world from the same little town. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's just funny. I, mean, I, I think you'd have to talk to somebody who's in their, like, about 20 years older than me to actually get a proper perspective on it because I don't really know is the answer. But I will say that when I first wanted to go to Iron Maiden back when I was 17, they were playing at the first Download Festival. Um, and my sister was living in America. I've told this story before, but it's relevant here. She was saying to my mother on the phone, she's like, they're Satanists. You know, mm. don't let them go to see them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got to go about, we got some of that too, actually, over here. Had I had to go about proving that. otherwise. Now, I don't know if she was 100% serious, but there was certainly an element of legitimate concern there as well. As like, why yeah. would you want to listen to those, uh, you know? No, but I remember that too. I remember it clearly, like, it was a thing. Even, I mean, we're about the same age, so it may, I should have been older too, like the axe shopper, the guy shopping, yeah, shopping yeah. records. That was way, that was before our birth, right? But I, I remember clearly having some tra like traces of that when I was starting listening and be feeling a bit guilty as well. Like, maybe mm. this is bad. You know, I remember that. But, of course, also enjoying the maybe this is bad factor. Yeah. I, I do think we had things like um, there was this thing in the UK called Video Nasties, um, which was a, like a list of videos that were deemed not suitable for children to watch and that would have a horrendous effect on children if they um ever saw any of these and it was like uh just things that were like really schlocky b b movie horror with lots of uh over the top mm. violence and that type of stuff so there was definitely that definitely filtered across to ireland because we just took all of our standards and practices from the uk anyway like um so video nasties thing was certainly a thing and a lot of those would have been horror films certainly um but i don't know if it extended to music i couldn't tell you for certain but yeah, there was actually an Irish metal band then who called themselves Stereo Nasty. They're no longer around, but I thought that was a very good, mm -hmm. very good name. Um, <laughs> Jurassic so, yeah, Park was a huge thing over here. Jurassic Park is like, oh, you let kids watch this, you know, they're, they're going to tear them to pieces. You know, that was a big thing. I remember like that was a, a discussion. Uh, right. Not, not a horror film, right? But I guess it, it has violence in it. And generally, like the American censorship is not really, it doesn't mind violence so much. Like they censor sex and that kind of stuff way harsher and violence is like ah yeah i can shoot someone in the head you know an eight-year-old can watch that but uh, that was a big controversy like uh, in my pre pre-teen years you could say uh. I, I recall when i was um sort of just sort of getting into horror movies in general um how uh a friend of mine who had allegedly got a hold of an uncensored version of texas chainsaw Massacre. oh yeah uh, because because oh, that, that was very watching. heavily. I was a scared kid. <laughs> I wouldn't have dared. Yeah. Now, as it turns out, because uh, I saw, well, we we watched it and I I felt very cool, even though it was, it was you know very it scared the hell out of me. But it turns out that wasn't the uns that wasn't there was complete nonsense. That was not <laughs> it the, was the censored version. <laughs> yeah, it was just the same thing. I mean, and you, you know, you felt very cool 
having said, I mean, it, it was the kind of thing where I think in the, I, mean, I love the movie now, or I love I love the picture now. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> picture, but I I I, uh, I then I think it was more like I just wanted to. I think I was a little too young to see it, and I wanted just to be done with it so I could say so. I think. Yeah, uh, mm. yeah. I had that with Cannibal Holocaust, and I, I, I'm still not that happy that I saw it. You <laughs> know, I didn't, I didn't no, really that, enjoy that, that much. That, that, that was quite. It was a horrible movie, experience. That, that, that's not a good one. I mean, that's that's. Um, yeah, I. I, um, I don't really team that with like your interest in horror either. You know, for me, that's no, a different no, scene. No. More yeah. like halfway towards uh, the, the snuffy stuff, I guess. Mm. Uh, didn't like yeah, it uh, like still not good memories either <laughs> so speaking of horror pictures I watched the new Halloween film last night uh, oh wow yeah as did I a couple weeks ago or like a week ago Halloween ends I don't know if you want to get into spoiler territory on this do you I think we can mention a little bit I think it's fine yeah. I mean think, here's the thing so just don't don't listen to the next few minutes if you don't want to know what happens okay uh, uh, what did you make of it Eric I'm interested to learn I I think that um uh, every now and again, while watching it during the first like hour, uh, like easily hour into the movie, into the movie, I was like, I, I had to sort of like remind myself just what I what it, what it was I was watching. Yes, because it didn't I, I did nothing on the screen reminded me what what I was supposed to be there doing. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> they took their time getting to somewhere familiar. Yeah, and I mean, like for instance, it seems to me like because I enjoyed the last like maybe twenty minutes of it mm. when you know he actually shows up. Yeah, yeah. It, I thought, it, but like it seems, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was bizarre introducing a new character this late into a trilogy, um, who becomes kind of the <laughs> protagonist or antagonist, whatever way you want to look at him of yeah. the film. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was very strange, and it, it just led me to believe, and I don't know the intricacies of it, but. It seems like there were too many people involved in these three films, and there wasn't a clear vision about what they were supposed to be. Like I saw, there was like four people listed as writers of it when the credits were rolling. Yeah, and like I don't know how many people wrote the first two, or if there. I I think there were different directors across the different three as well, and it's like there was no cohesion between the three of them. I don't think, which made three three very different films. I thought. Yeah, I mean, this the first one, the second one. I feel definitely gelled better together than this one. Yeah, but. I don't know. It seems like such a weird thing, to, weird decision to, if you're gonna allegedly this is supposed to be the end of the end. This is. I mean, obviously there's gonna be more movies featuring Michael Myers, just not with Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't think, uh, not for a while probably, but I think they will definitely make more. Oh, 100 percent. It's uh, a cash cow. You don't kill a cash cow in this day no, and age, no. unless you have some kind of artistic integrity, like the people who made Breaking Bad or something like that. But um. yeah, but that's 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 a very different. I mean, at this point. I think that that ship sailed quite a while ago for here. They can't really claim that. That was a set- oh, satisfying no. end of that universe, if it indeed was the end of that universe. I'm not sure it was, but... Breaking Bad, yeah. Good, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, the end was, I guess, Better Call Saul. Even though, even yeah, though it was yeah, a prequel, yeah. like, at the end, of course, they yeah. it was fast-forwarded to after Walt's death and everything, and it was a very satisfying end. Listen to... Um, they did a very good job. Was. Chicken. Chicken, uh, Chicken has a, has a spot on this, so... We did, actually, yeah, in a recent episode. If you do end the Halloween franchise with this and I know they won't but if they did for some reason it would be somewhat satisfying the way it ended I'd say Um, Hmm. but it was uh, I thought the film was all over the place didn't know what it wanted to be at all Uh, was very low on the types of things that draw the people into the cinema to watch one of these films had very few of those Hmm. hallmarks in it and then was trying to be like a morality play it was trying to be Hmm. all sorts of different things and it just jumped around in uh, theme 
in content and in yeah. in pace as well. Some Ooh, parts well, of it were really fast paced. Some parts of it were drawn out. It was like, what is this? What am I, what am I watching? Yeah, you, I, I'm I mean, spoiled I, I, with pace too because many, many creators of pictures are good at pace. Like that's what they're good <laughs> at. So I'm spoiled with that. I was going to ask you too on that. What are the hallmarks? Mm. Like what are the ingredients for the cake when it comes to Halloween, the, the film series? I would say the, the hallmarks for Halloween films are an early sense of foreboding. Uh, some light scares early on, which they did have a couple of, but they were cheap. Yeah, they got yeah. Um, <laughs> a general sense, a general sense of doom, and something bad is going to happen. Uh, shitty characters who are available to be killed off and are killed off, and you want them to be killed, and they are killed, um, mm-hmm. and it's satisfying to watch them being killed because they're really right. annoying. Um, right. And then it picks up pace, and you feel like the protagonist is has a real sense of peril and probably will die and you don't know how they're possibly going to get out of this and then they end up prevailing but during that there's lots of intense kind of scenes uh, where there are near misses from death and uh, there's usually kind of really creative violent uh, set pieces as well it had some of those but not nearly enough of them and they weren't done as well or stylishly as they have no. been in other entries into the series and what's the conflict there's always a conflict like the killer the killer hates well, humanity or the killer has cancer or has a inside of the eye. There's always a, a conflict in a film, right? Well, in, in this one, they decided to introduce a new character. It's similar to like what they did midway through the Friday the 13th franchise, but those were all kind of nearly standalone films because it was just like, oh, will we make another one? Will we make another one? Oh, fuck, okay, let's make yeah. another one. Whereas this was a planned trilogy, which is why I don't understand why there's no cohesion to it, because there should have been. Uh, whereas like Friday the 13th, I think part five, they introduced an entirely new uh, villain, which wasn't Jason, and it just didn't work whatsoever. Um, and and what's just, his thing? Like Jack Jason, what's his problem? It's got to be something, right? Oh, well, he was bullied in a, a ah, camp when he was younger. The and, that's the conflict. And that's the, a great one. He, he died. And the, oh. Yeah, I'm sorry, he died because the counselors weren't paying attention. So ah, he took that, That's a great spend. conflict. Very relatable, yeah. right? Very relatable. Yeah. And, and it ties in with well, what you well, said, that you uh, want those characters killed off, right? So they're probably like bullies yeah. or he, Yeah, and in the early... In the first Friday the Thirteenth film, well, he wasn't actually the killer, but like those counselors were so bloody annoying that you wanted them to die. Like, uh, <laughs> and there was lots yeah, of them. They right. were there was lots of dispensable counselors. Oh. You're like, oh, that person's dead. Yeah. That person's dead. I oh, uh, wonder how that person's gonna get killed. That type of stuff. No, I, I totally get it. Now. That was a people... good summary of like the ingredients. Sorry, Eric, for the super basic level here, but I'm sure some li- no, I'm sure fine. some no, listeners also cool. like don't really know what it's about. But yeah, so essentially, then after that, just people for some reason show up at this camp. Uh, you know, it's closed quite a. Like probably third movie and onwards, it seems like it's not like an active camp anymore. But people are there and they get killed. Mm, summer uh, camp, yeah, that's and, full uh, of like these intrigues of like bullying and you know yeah. prestige and who's better or who's worse or who's the weaker kid and everything. It's a good setup. Yeah. And then like for the Halloween franchise, essentially he uh, the the main character the the, the uh, um, Michael Myers is the is the sort of villain in these. Uh, well, except for one movie where he's not at all. I mean, I'm not, I'm not speaking about this last one. Talking about the, the one way early in the franchise, um, he uh, at, at, when he's like I don't know how old he is when he's uh, just a kid. He uh, murders his sister on Halloween. Is uh, sent to a mental institution. Doesn't say anything. Fifteen years escapes and comes back to the same town and starts killing kids. Um, uh, among and they, among others, she tries to kill Jamie Lee Curtis, his character Laurie. Uh, in the second movie, you kind of find out that those two are brother and sister, and that's probably why he's targeting her. And that that's a thing almost all the way through all the other 
sequels up until this new trilogy of sequels where they ignored the, every movie except the first mm. one and just carried on the story from there. Falsifying um, history kind of move. Except, except for yes. in Halloween H2O, where they honored Halloween 1 and 2, ignored 4, 5, and 6. Yes. Uh, and then continued as if only 1 and 2 had existed. And then they had a sequel yeah. to that, Halloween Resurrection, where Jamie Lee Curtis's character dies. And now that's not acknowledged in the recent trilogy. Ah. No, because th- those didn't happen in the recent one. But I think it d- in the th- the, uh, pe- people are... Um, so uh, it's fair to say online that this this latest movie this latest movie has sort of not been particularly uh, well received by the masses. Um, no, I don't think so. Or sort of 50-50, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but for me, no, I did not particularly enjoy it. Uh, I think there's there's some things I did like. Uh, I think that they tried something. I don't think it really worked. It was mostly confusing. Mm. I feel that they. It, it, this is supposed to be. I, I was hoping for more of those two. Sort of, this is their, you know, their final sort of showdown, yeah. and that, that was just sort of. It was a limp. Rushed at the last. It was minute. limp. There yeah. was a very creative. <laughs> limp. There was a very creative scene with it with a tongue and a vinyl record player, which was brilliant. Uh, absolutely brilliant. I love that. That, that I loved. That was. <laughs> I don't know was that a killing? That. A killing as well with a tongue. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was okay. very, yeah, very, very creative. So that was the type of th- stuff I was talking about was lacking. But that that one stood out to me. Now that was. Uh, somebody was having fun there, like got right in that part. Yeah. In. Yeah. Did you have a game no, for I mean, this, Eric? By the way, no. Here's the thing. Uh, let me explain. Let me explain what's going on here. So I, I did have a game, but I realized that I kind of wanted, and I can you can announce this because I'm going to plan this and we're going to do it sometime uh, later this year. I want to have a full-on Maiden A to Z uh, sort of like uh, Pod Olympics game. Okay. Where I just games, and I'm gonna, and I, I have, because I want to save this particular thing for that. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be very fun, uh, and we're gonna, I'm gonna, and I'll, I'll work, I'll, I'll, we can discuss off, off mic. I'm gonna, we're gonna do this, but I, I just figured that rather than waste it on the, as this, I, I kind of want to save it to a, a bigger moment. Waste it. You basically want to stay. In, waste it, uh, you yeah. basically want to stay in the studio for another couple of weeks, I guess. Refine it. Correct. You know, <laughs> before you release it. Yes. So anyway, that's coming. Uh, I want to. I just want to give it. I want to do it right. So I, that's why I didn't want to do it for today. Right. Um, so, but that'll be fun. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. So you said they, they were. They were totally banned. The, the three albums were banned in Germany, and it's just interesting how some of these things, um, uh, like like uh, I can't remember what it was now, but there's there's a, there's a, there's a certain movie that I recall that was banned to, till quite late, like quite recently, relatively speaking. Um, it's so interesting how that sort of some of that sort of stuff just lingers on, I guess. Um, but as mentioned, I mentioned Stranger Things uh, because uh, in there they have the uh, uh, the very popular character who I imagine we'll see quite a bit of it in various Halloween costumes this um, uh, this year. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Munson, Munson and, yeah. uh, he obviously gets accused of all kinds of satanic uh, shenanigans. Freak. Um, Yes, because he plays D anD D essentially, and that, that was actually a thing back more so in the states. And I don't Freak. know that ever happened here, but um, a bit, you know, that, that a bit, and be... of course it ties into something that is close to this podcast, which is like a nerdery and like how people that don't really get it uh, rather mock it, you know. Uh, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's a character that I felt was like I would have loved it as a kid, and I love it as an adult. That that idea of a character, I like the Billy thing too, like just the asshole that listened to. To hard rock, but uh, that's been done a few more times, right? This kind of uh, yeah. maybe anti-hero a little bit, like he was um, slinging dope as well, uh, you know. So mm. I like it. You know, it's, uh, it's something that I felt was in due time, and I can really see why 
uh, he's immensely popular. Yeah, yeah. It's also cool as a uh, you know I mentioned that uh, we we talked about it, but not on on, on air that the his uh, the, the patch on his vest uh, was actually uh, donated by uh, the uh, the US mm, state. Yeah, patch. Yeah. I've seen that film yeah. now. Also, Dreamers yeah. Never Dreamers Never Die. Any of you seen it? Yeah, I've not seen it yet. You've seen it, Fergal. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, go ahead. You first. I thought it was quite good to very good. There, there were there were no there were no revelations in it. Um, I felt that some of the contributors didn't contribute too much. For example, Tony Iommi or Geezer Butler um, showed him some of my riffs. <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> showed him yeah. some stuff. Some of my like, riffs that I had wrote <laughs> written. Like, oh, yeah, he's a very I had a few riffs guy. written, and I said, <laughs> yeah, very little Ronnie. information. And Ronnie, Ronnie came in with all these melodies, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. children, children of the sea. But uh, I feel like they riffs. don't really ever <laughs> say anything. <laughs> like, Geezer true. and Tony, like, and especially no, in the last. 15 to 20 years they don't, they haven't really said anything of consequence or note if you listen to or read some of their older interviews in the 80s and 70s they're saying all sorts of things but mm. um actually the 80s i'd say when the whole thing more drugs apart, back then yeah, yeah. Makes, they're so uh, sedated makes like, people it, talk it, yeah i thought mick wall was the best contributor it's not just because i'm friends with him but i actually thought he was the best yeah, person yeah. in the documentary by a wide margin he was articulate had things to say uh, was it was great. engaging i thought wendy dio provided some interest and insight as well but again nothing new like if you've read the book if you've listened to the music if you know a bit about Dio there wasn't really anything new in it but it was nice to see all of these people gathered in the same place talking about Dio at the same time uh, I went to my girlfriend Elaine for example who doesn't know much at all about Ronnie James Dio and she thought it was fantastic um, mm, yeah. and thought he was a really interesting person and etc um, but she was seeing and hearing all of this for the first time whereas I was kind of seeing and hearing all this for the the end time if you know what i mean i'll yeah. echo some of that i saw it with uh, my buddy chris and when mick wall was on i also told him like quietly as you do in a cinema my buddy was drinking beer with that guy the other day <laughs> <laughs> just yesterday <laughs> <laughs> and he was like yeah okay cool and then he proceeded to do a very good uh, uh, just uh, make great effort at you know making the film better i think he was the best narrator yeah. in the film like uh, but way better than eddie trunk i would say uh, also like uh, i told christian this will echo you again Right after the, the, you know, the credits and the bonus material, I told him, well, I already knew all of this, but this was mm. awesome. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I, you know, I figured, like, I'm not going to be like, learning here. I also love the part where Vinnie Apesey uh, talked about joining Black Sabbath. It's like, yeah, Ronnie was from the same area, upstate New York, so that was fine. But I didn't mm. really understand Geezer and Tony. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, right? yeah, this, yeah. This British <laughs> troll. I had, to, yeah. <laughs> like, I I had to ask him, what are they saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and like a lot of the, the footage I'd seen before, like Mick Wall playing pool with Dio in his house in the I've 80s. I've seen that one, yeah, with the mullet. Yeah. Yeah. And like some of the interviews as well. Like, So it's, I suppose it's like, um, it's... It's like when you go to see, I don't know if you've been to any of these, but like for, here, here's Bruce, like Bruce Dickens is, is, is an example. When you go to see Bruce Dickinson's spoken word tour and you've been following Iron Maiden for 20 years and you've read his autobiography and you've mm -hmm. read every interview he's ever done that's come out during the span of your fandom, uh, what else does he have to offer you? And the answer is nothing. And yeah. I kind of felt a bit like that about the Dio thing, unfortunately. But it's, it's not that it wasn't a well put together piece, it was, but it's aimed at the hardcore fan and the hardcore fan already knows all of this. So I don't know. 
I don't, but I it's think more it was entertaining like, than Bruce's, I suppose. I didn't go see oh, it but, because I figured it, no. I wouldn't be entertained so much by it. But yeah. I, I, I would venture guess that this Dio movie is way better entertainment than it, uh, it, Bruce's it, solo It shows. was, yeah, yeah. No, it wouldn't be a, har- a high bar to kind of try and um, beat. But like, it's it's just like I, I find with these things when they're aimed at the hardcore, I think they should offer you a little more, and I don't I don't think they did. And that that's, that's why audience. we exist, Fargal. That's why we exist. I counted there were thirty people in the cinema. Where, where I went to see it, there, it would have fit about five times that many. And uh, and those 30 people, I don't know if any of them left with anything that, except for maybe people who were tag-alongs or whatever, I don't know if they left with anything that they didn't already know, basically. Now, I think that there's, in the last, in recent years, there's been quite a few of these sort of biopics that have come out. You've had the Bohemian Rhapsody one, you have the uh, Elton John one, and probably other ones I can't think of right up top of my head. The Elvis one, I guess, to a certain extent. And I feel a lot of these, um, I most of them I don't like them. I thought the Elvis one was really good, uh, but I think a lot of times it feels like they're playing it safe and they're just trying to sell best of albums. Yeah, th- there's a distinction uh, there, though, because they are films, but whereas this was a docu- yeah, do- sure, documentary. Yeah, sure, yeah, this was a documentary. Uh, yeah. So they had the option to go a little deeper I think than like it, it, it's like they were making it for the mainstream but the mainstream is never going to consume this because you have to be a diehard Dio fan already to even know that it exists know that it's on and want to go and see it so why make something that's kind of toned down and for the mainstream when you're aiming it at the hardcore and it's a it's a little it's a I don't understand why that they they approached it that way it was it was kind of like it was neutered in various places whereas it didn't need to be um and i uh, they completely well that's my yeah they completely skipped over dio joining black sabbath again in the 90s for dehumanizer they did yeah leaving, i figured they would again. though because that's like I, nerdy I know, waters but, that's, but like yeah but it's, it's that's like something that's for the mainstream it's like people yeah, yeah, like you're not you, wrong you're not wrong like I agree. we want the dirt interview tony martin ask him what he really <laughs> yeah, yeah. well you did that so i come back to my old point again that's why we are here we do that kind of stuff <laughs> we really do that kind of stuff i know i know i think my question was more so i mean obviously this, being a documentary contra you know opposed to a, a biopic is very different my, my question more so like i like i said i feel all those movies played it safer there so there was definitely even the freddie mercury case there's definitely a more interesting story oh, yeah. to tell than they mm. ended up telling in that movie yeah. now Good in point. this in this particular documentary do you think they played it safe or do you think they kind of they legit tried to make something interesting i think they i think they tried to walk a tightrope between both of those things and didn't achieve they're making it interesting one and they probably yeah. fell off the tightrope on the side of playing it safe we could say it like this they allowed mcwall to say fuck and to say cocaine so that's like that's how 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 far they went but you know yeah. they still erased anything that you know would throw any shade over ronnie uh, obviously you know where maybe even they wouldn't have had to um, he's still yeah. a hero to everyone you know even if you would have included ah, i don't know wendy was very involved you know uh, so yeah i mean it like was, so it'd be really f- <laughs> it would like i it, i suppose it achieved what it set out to do which was flatter ronnie james deal and yeah a tribute it. A tribute film, yeah, or a doc. Yeah. No, it really, it really funny. It's just out of context for no apparent reason. McWall is suddenly yelled "fuck cocaine." Like, what? All right, <laughs> sure. <laughs> also, I'd really, if I thought about it before, if I, if I could have remembered, if I, if I, if I was quick enough, what I would have done was I would have said that I've seen the movie, and my review of the movie would have been verbatim what I said about Halloween Ends. <laughs> And just left it at that, like I'm talking about the same movie, and just not just look confused. Everyone so used one <laughs> review for two, uh, like hit kill two birds with one yeah. stone. Yeah, you just make yeah. generic reviews, like you have a, your own podcast where you review many films, but it's just one review. Yeah, 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 like it's yeah, like exactly. Now, the um, 
this sort of been this has just sort of been a, I just wanted to um, uh, we we got a little Halloween talk in here and I think that there's more stuff we can do on uh, Satan in the future. I definitely got to do that and we have the the upcoming games we'll do at some point. But I kind of didn't want it would, I thought it'd be fun to have a bit of a, yeah. I wanted to do the Satan episode uh, with an actual Christian to like. Heat it up a little bit. Fergal said that could be dangerous, but I think you were still ready to do it. I mean, everyone has to be civil when we do that. Everyone has to be civil, but you can still come up with some interesting... And yeah. he's a, he, the, the dude I have in mind is a metalhead as well, and he's not like a striper metalhead. Let's put it like that. He likes good stuff. Mm. Um, so that maybe it would be more interesting than just we sitting and, you know, I guess being pretty much on the exact same side of it, all of us. I, I think I might find that impossible to be a part of. I'd happily listen to it, but oh, that's fair like, though. That's fair. I a bit of foresight. Yeah. Not, not maybe, maybe you weren't asking me to be a part of it. <laughs> no, I was actually, uh, but also like it's <laughs> no, of yeah, course yeah. it's optional. You know, of course it's optional but because you did raise I, some. You did raise some concern previously because I had yeah. this idea with you. It's it's like um, a previous partner of mine was a former Jehovah's Witness. Her family are ah. still Jehovah's Witnesses, and her mother tried to engage me in conversation one time only about religion, and I said, Rough. I'd rather not talk I'd rather not talk about that, and she said, why? And I said, because I will absolutely end up offending you. And then she just said, okay, <laughs> and then that's it. Right. Well, I, I like that, you know, the kind of foresight, or what do you call that, uh, knowing yourself? Yeah. So, well, it's just, it's just sort of like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's smart. Respectable. Yeah. Yeah, we, I'm, I'm going to be visiting my mom in the States uh, uh, for like about a week in November. I've not spent that prolonged period of time with her. That was like pre-9-11 last time we hung out for that long time. Um, and I was like, yesterday we were emailing and she sent me this, some, some. well, she sent me, she forwards the articles around again. I'm like, all right, so if, when I'm coming over, so we obviously don't agree on this. We just, let's just not talk about this. And also, while we're at it, here's like three other things we probably shouldn't talk about because we'll just argue. It's like, yeah. all right. Mm. I have some of those too. Like, <laughs> I think uh, politics could be one. Uh, religion is fine for me, but it's a neutral ground. I haven't had an ex yeah. that was a Jehovah's Witness. So, you mm. know, obviously it's more neutral ground for me, but politics can be rough. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to see. Maybe um, this, this might be a taller, I'm going I'm to say it publicly and that'll force me to follow up right. on it. Uh, I might be able to get an actual, by, by actual, uh, Depending An actual on, god. As, as listen- <laughs> no, as, 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 That'd be cool. As listeners, with us today, listeners one of the many can, gods. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, no god. Uh, listeners, de- de- depending on how you kind of look at things and how, what your belief structure is, there can either be air quotes around this or not. Uh, I can actually, so I might be able to bring in as a guest. Uh, and someone who an actual exorcist or someone who works as or quote unquote works as one. I don't know. That's why I close myself. It's becoming like almost. See, well, I guess too hot for Maynard to say, but uh, once or twice uh, it can go hot. See, this is this is where I would bow out because there's no such thing as an exorcist. There's no such thing as exorcism. So, <laughs> there we go. So go fuck yourself, actual Fergal, exorcist. Fergal, <laughs> I don't like fun trainer. <laughs> right, but like, That's it's people who had to be on the jocular episodes. That was good. Actual was clairvoyance, good. actual mind readers. But there's no such thing because you can't because it doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Well, I'm not going to debate you on that. It sounds like a sound. See, that's a sound, that's a sound view on reality that you have. I'm, I'm not going to try yeah. to change it. Couldn't contain myself. <laughs> and you know, maybe again, also maybe maybe that is the kind of thing that. Um, is slightly too off topic for what we do here, even for like a, this kind of situation. I, I, but I think it would be I really interesting that. as a as a listener, uh, somebody yeah. if, if you had somebody else on the panel who was more mild tempered and uh, yeah. was a more maybe slightly slightly more open minded, but uh, edging on the side of disbelief, and then you had the actual mm, yeah. exorcist yeah. in that would be an interesting <laughs> conversation. An exorcist and a, and a Catholic believer 
and then Eric and me. Well, that you know, <laughs> so we we could actually the, the idea there would be we could probably not kill two birds with one stone because the person, the guy I'm thinking about, it's he's a Catholic. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, then we have two Catholics, out of which one of them is also an exorcist. Uh, that's, that seems like that seems heavy on the Catholics. <laughs> oh well, well uh, then. <laughs> well, we'll you killed my okay. guest then. Okay, fine. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> fine, kidding. Uh, fine by me. I didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm still having I, fun. I can save the, the even though you kill off my guests. As, well, <laughs> when we have the priest over, that's when we'll do the the, the, the cannibal corpse lyric thing. <laughs> yeah, well, there are many ways. No, no, there are many obviously, ways obviously, we obviously, we can. There are many, many ways but one think, can think, achieve uh, death. I think we should definitely uh, get in your guy, and we can do that. That'd be fun. No, I think I'm, I can. I can be. I can be. I can. I can tone down my. Oh no, no you're you're a diplomat, man. Yeah, Quite but you haven't. I, I really uh, some of this stuff really gets me going. So I, 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 I can. You be, tend to be uh, fairly nice, especially to the people in the room. <laughs> uh, I'm not yeah, saying you're uh, a trash talker yeah. or anything, but you're nicer to the people in the room, which I think is a normal that social. Is, that thing is true. Do. Yeah, that is true. That's very true. Uh, so let's uh, before we uh, close this out. Um, yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta start going. Yeah, all right. So, uh, just uh, since it's uh, the, tis the season, as they say, uh, Fergal, do you have any film recommendations for the people back home? Uh, for uh, back home, it sounds like we're on the trip. Uh, uh, to, for this wow, season. you caught me off guard here. Um, I do really like horror films, and I'm sure I've watched a couple recently, but my mind is an absolute brain fog at the moment. Uh, I watched a series that was really good on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, which was definitely horror-ish um what the fuck was it called and it was about religion and possession and all that type of stuff uh oh, sorry hold on a sec i'm googling it now yeah midnight mass that unbelievable yes yeah good title that came out last year yeah, that, that was really good yeah i thought midnight that was fantastic um, classic really really good That's, and it actually ties in with the whole kind of not cert not not definitely, but it kind of ties in with the religious panic, let's say, rather than satanic panic specifically. But it, it's yeah. very, very good. Really interesting. I really enjoyed it. It's a limited series, only a few episodes. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. That's uh, that's the, 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 the guy, Mike Flanagan. Uh, he's done a couple. He's done he's done some Stephen King adaptations, and he's done a few. He has a new one now called The Midnight Club, which is not as not as good at all. Mm. It's still, uh, it's still, it's still all right. So yeah. yeah, we might have to return for like a movie review. I was going to suggest that, but then Eric said he had something for for Halloween. But I was going to suggest something we talked about a year ago, which was uh, me watching like The Exorcist or uh, mm. whichever Halloween you like best. Maybe the wait, first one, wait. and then we we have a a session where I'm like ignorant, and you explain why it's so good, or maybe I'm just like a fan. You know, something like that. We, we could do that, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll work out a list for you. I'll, but I'll, I'll ask, like, super basic questions like I did with Fergal now. I like doing that, you know. That's the best way to get to know something. Not Google it, because there's a lot of shit on the internet. I ask Fergal because I trust him, like, what is it about? <laughs> and then I get it, you know. So something like that. But I also watch the film, yeah. and, and, and we'll see if you can turn me into a horror fan. I think that's a fun fun prospect. I'm a... Uh I don't know if this is any good. I'm going to watch uh, Terrifier 2 tonight. I, the first one is really fun. The second one allegedly is very good. Um, it's one of those ones where apparently in movie theaters in the, in the States, people are you know fainting and throwing up. Okay. So it's gory, I guess? So, the oh, throwing yeah, up part. This is very gory yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right. So, Thanks for uh, coming on, Fergal. Yeah, thank Always you. Always a pleasure. Again. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Home from home, Indeed. you've said. I'm happy home to have home. I'm hope, happy to host you in this home from home. <laughs> <Yeah>. Indeed, <laughs> and I always make the bed after I leave. So, 
Or not after I leave. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's good too. After make, I, I do. Know, after you leave, all right, yeah. After you sleep in it, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You sneak back in and make <laughs> the bed. Through the balcony, like in, make the bed nice. Speak, speaking of which, I, I see you've made your bed uh, behind I you. Have, there. there you go. I have mm, made It's my made. Bed. That's why I have this yeah. screen, because there's a bed right there that is seldom made. On the bed as well is uh, this new book I got. Brian Johnson's Ooh, Brian autobiography. Johnson. Yeah. I'll be interested in that. Nice. I'll be interested in doing an episode with you on that one. Or on yeah, ACDC. I did skip through it and I realized it doesn't have much ACDC content at all. It's actually about him growing up. Um, yeah, Monsters so. of River Rock. Just tr- tr- tread carefully. Yeah, our tread friend, carefully. our friend, this bit like you remember when we were in a call together, and uh, and yeah, he yeah. sent me, he sent me because he actually transcribed the Iron Maiden content from Monsters of River Rock into a document. Yeah, thirteen pages. <laughs> That's it. And he sent it to me. Uh, I promised I to not send it around, which I have not done. But uh, yeah, yeah, thanks good. again to Nesbit. That one definitely is about the music industry. It's just not particularly about ACDC right, yeah. by the looks of it. But it's certainly not about fishing. So uh, you know. Yeah. No, I guess I, I'm just uh, I'm just ready to come on um, on your podcast again. That's it. You know, we, oh, we yeah. had a big plan before, and that was obviously a very big plan. So it's still a plan. But uh, yeah. I'd like to do something. Uh, you know. Overseas. Oh, we will. I'll have to get you on there. I'm actually in the process of drafting up an episode plan because I've become so haphazard at the moment that it's uh, it's just drifting. It's drifting away from me drifting. and I need it to come back. So I need to yeah. pull it back. So I need to throw a fishing rod, attach it onto the driftwood and uh, reel it back in yeah. to reel use all sorts in. of all sorts of metaphors there. Um, so yeah, I, I'll, get, I'll get in touch with you. I know we talked about something. Let's maybe do that. Not Let's maybe do that. Or something else. I'm flexible. A classic rock or something, you know, it's fun. <laughs> also, I mean, like, I've, I've had, I had so many cool podcast ideas that, just, that then after this past summer, I didn't have any I mean, the problem with doing shit is that the ideas is not the valuable part. The valuable part is like the grind. And oh, uh, yeah, already I mean, grinding I mean, over here quite a bit, so I you know. Yeah, that's I have ideas coming out of my eyeballs, but I exactly. haven't executed very many of them. So anyone can come up with ideas. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. They're just flowing out of your eyeballs and just seeing them slip away into the wind. Yeah. No. I have a whole series that I, I was hoping was going to be out by now, and I haven't even started yet. And I, I it just like it says like uh, it was just it was such an like insanely stressful summer that I feel like well if I I'd rather wait and just do it right than just do it for the sake of doing it because I'm not going to enjoy it if I just do it now. All yeah, right. Yeah, so I think that's complex uh, yeah, so times. We'll get there. Complex times. Family you know, health and all that. We have all the time in the world. We'll, we, we, all our, we'll probably eventually all get to all our cool ideas, just not maybe right at the second. Exactly. But right at the second, we will round off this episode. Indeed, yes, we will. All right. So, um, as, the, as this actually will be on Halloween as you listen uh, there at home. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Happy Halloween. Up the irons and. It's called From the Pumpkin. Yeah, uh, a aguiv. Sound good. How, how cool. Glenn Danzig say Sounded that? Cool. So, did Glenn Danzig would say, Sam Hain, motherfucker. <laughs> Sam Hain. <laughs> and you're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> you're grounded, mum. No movies for you. <laughs> you're grounded. <laughs> They're pictures, mum. She's a little mundane, the carrying match, the mother who missed.